We need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Woman, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, welcome to another episode of Woman Get In Podcast. And uh, Mandy, I mean Lady Amanda, <laughs> how are you doing today? Hi, Miley. Welcome back to you. Uh, yes. Welcome yes. back to Arizona. Oh man, I'm happy to be back home, sleep in my own bed. Oh man, I bet. I bet. Yeah. And just like, yeah, I mean, traveling is fun, but when it you're is. traveling mission style, you're roughing it. Actually, this is probably the nicest mission <laughs> style I've ever been on. I think it was just because I was sick on top of everything. Oh, so yeah. uh, I was hacking every night and oh. I was so afraid of getting everyone else sick. But if I did not go, the whole mission would have been canceled. And I hate being the reason things get canceled. Did people complain about you coughing all night long and keeping them awake? No, everybody was so nice. That's what made me feel even worse. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone was oh, like uh, the residents and the students were constantly checking in with me to see if I needed tea. Like they would mm. make me hot tea and they would wake up early and make breakfast and they would prepare dinner. And I did not have to do a thing. Well, I, felt I mean, so... let's be honest. You weren't going to be a lot of help in the <laughs> breakfast and dinner department. I, I know, but still I could have stood there like you know but they they really encouraged me to rest and sleep whenever I could they 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 were really the best team we had such That's a blast great. we were able to help uh, about 60 some patients wow and 40 of them needed root canals and Holy. root canals can take about two hours or so so yeah. we worked our butts off and I mean uh, two hours is kind of hustling it's hustling in that environment yeah. with some of students them, and residents yeah some of them took Three hours. Did you have a mix of students and residents? Mm -hmm. okay. I had four students and four residents. Okay. And yeah, you're right. I always say two hours, but it really, if you average the time out, it's probably about three hours mm -hmm. because some of them were very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of the root canals we did were molar root canals. Mm -hmm. And you're and hitting so, calcified. Yeah. Canal. I mean, we don't have to get nerdy, no. but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then me just hacking every time. Every time I'm like working on a patient, I I could feel the hacking coming on and I'd have to put everything down, step out of the room. Well, I mean, you're leaned over yeah. people. I'm just triggering my esophagus. Breathing in a more. mask. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you can't even imagine. But, uh, but it was good. Everyone worked so well together and they were, they pitched in. <laughs> Did you see me try to hold it in? Yeah. You're like physically convulsing. <laughs> Trying not to cough. <laughs> if, if it, it's so great. If you've ever seen anyone like try not to like cough, they're like, they're like lurching. Yeah. Well, there are moments. It's like watching a cat with a fur ball. You're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yes. And then even on the mission trip, there were moments where I was physically holding my cough in and you could see me like you should see, you could see tears running down my face because I'm in the middle of doing something and it, you know isolation is so important so yes. I can't stop what I'm doing so I would just like either power through and it was so sad because the students or the residents who was assisting me would yeah. notice and they'd be like should we go get some water for you should we go do that and I'm like it's okay and then I just 
I wouldn't respond because if I talked, it would yeah. cause me to cough even more. You're just more. like shaking your head. So like, like, uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, my, the team was amazing. Oh my gosh. So I we, was going to ask, like, what did you do if you were coughing a lot? Because I imagine it'd be yeah. super hard to do dentistry. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I, well, first of all, let me just tell you that I was so nervous about hacking up a storm on the flight there because <laughs> it's a two hour <laughs> I flight. I mean, for the last three years. <laughs> everyone's on high alert whenever you hear anyone cough it's like a quick head turn and a glare it's (laughs) like what the fuck do they have are you gonna get me sick like I mean that's how we've all been like that's our response I mean I took a COVID test a couple days before the trip I took a COVID test the night before I left I took a COVID test with me when I was there Mm -hmm. and then I took one when I got back because I was I just wanted people to know that I didn't want to get anyone sick, but mm-hmm. I didn't have COVID, right? So I was constantly monitoring myself, but I was just hacking. Oh. And and once you once I start coughing, I can't stop. Yeah. And so I uh, I was just inhaling NyQuil and DayQuil. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to ask, did you have like a constant supply of cough drops? Are, are no, you yep. like, do I you know. have a mouthful of cavities from having cough drops? Yep. I'm so afraid of going <laughs> to the dentist and getting x-rays right now because I'm pretty sure I have cavities from, but Just all my cough drops are sugar and, free. and cough drops. Sugar free cough drops. But yes, but does that make a difference? No, it doesn't. Okay. I'm so I'm just sucking on these cough drops nonstop. Yeah, I mean, does, it kind of doesn't matter no, what you're it doesn't. eating, right? If you're just constantly creating Feeding. that bacteria. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Heads so, up, people. Uh, exactly. And NyQuil and DayQuil are full of sugar as well. And I, I, I took a small water bottle and I filled half of it up with DayQuil and t- <laughs> took it with me on board. And it's so funny because... Why wouldn't you just take the full... Is it too big to travel with the normal? Too big to travel, oh. yeah. I put that in the carry-on because I knew that in South, <laughs> South Dakota, I would need DayQuil and NyQuil. I'm but, picturing a little... Oh, shampoo travel me, bottle oh, of let dayquil let me show you my 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 bottle of, we will have funny. to post this on the social media i feel like here's a travel hack for you dayquil nightquil addicts oh oh it's one of the tiny water it's bottles tiny water and that's bottle. small enough to take through security that i held it up at security because i got through with it <laughs> i even took it out wait and is put there it both out. dayquil and nightquil in this one bottle or is no, that just the lighting it's okay. just dayquil <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! And I was like, I didn't get confiscated. <laughs> you held it? Yeah, I took it out. Oh, like in I a baggie? It, yeah, and I put it out because oh. I was like, I'm not hiding my Dayquil. Gotcha. I am being forthcoming about my Dayquil, and they let me. Bring I feel it like through. that liquid size is over the liquid limit. Well, they let me take it. No, I, cool. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna ask them twice. Like, Just let her through with her weird I liquid. I made it through the airplane. And then because it was two hours to Dallas and then like three hours to Rapid City from Dallas. So I did not want to be that person on the Mm. airplane. But then we made it to Rapid City and uh, we drove three hours south, made it there. And yeah, I felt horrible. But we helped a lot of people and I'm glad that we went. And when we and I brought back everyone safely and in Uh, one piece. I saw the picture. No one had to go to the hospital or no one got hurt. Yeah, you sent me a picture when you guys landed and got your luggage (laughs) and I saw all the smiley faces and Dr. Kerr, who I know and adore. And I I saw Sarah in the back. I was like, is that fucking Sarah? (laughs) Thank goodness we had her. She did not have her. Is she in dental school? No, she's not. She decided to go a different route. Oh, but she's still working at Dr. Kerr's office and she is still the endo queen. Yeah, of course. Without her, we would not have been able to do 
the amount of work and treatment that we were able to do. She I, is just I saw a her and I was wizard. like, he is so dependent on yes. her. But yes. it makes so much sense when you're like dentist to listen will understand or anybody who has a right hand person. Like if you've had a and a personal assistant or an admin or somebody who like knows what you're thinking before you think it that's the kind of relationship they have and so yeah I was like oh my gosh Sarah yeah, it was awesome <laughs> that's and great. then we also got to spend an evening with one of the the elders cool and he told what us tribe the was this this was the Rosebud Sioux tribe okay and he told us stories of the last set you know the the last few centuries of how the land became mm-hmm. what it is today and all of the turmoil and the history and he also how close were you all to that pipeline stuff no idea what's up what do you mean by pipeline the it's been in the news for the last few years that the u.s may be putting a pipeline through there oh no okay. i don't know about that but i will look into that okay and then I was we, just curious yeah. if the elder mentioned it. Did, no, he didn't. And on that note, did you get to see any of the northern lights? Was it still cold enough up there? There was a possibility to see northern lights. Yeah, you can see them from the northern parts of the U.S. in the winter when it's cold. Mother. I imagine it was super cold. I mean, it was chilly. Yeah, but here. I never went outside at nighttime because <laughs> I was, I was sleeping. I passed out every yeah. night. It was horrible. That's fair. Uh, but now, oh bummer! Now I've missed my opportunity. It's okay. Yeah, I imagine you can see them from South Dakota because Montana, oh, North Dakota, those places really? you can see them. Yeah, I didn't know that. Because there's usually a lot less light pollution. There is, yeah. I saw a lot of stars when we... Nice. I mean, on the last day, uh, I made everyone wake up at 5 a.m. Mm. And we left the house by 6. So to that go where? To, well, we wanted to make it to Mount Rushmore mm. before our flight at 1230 in the afternoon. Oh, snap. So, but then I forgot... I kind of forgot. I for I remember, but then I kind of pretended like I didn't remember. Uh, <laughs> I ignored the fact that <laughs> that you gain an hour when you drive from Sioux. oh yeah. South Dakota has two, two time, time zones. zones. Yeah, we we found this out when we interviewed Irene. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because she was talking about Crazy Horse. Because I was talking to her, and when we were setting it up, and I was like, "Well, do you know which time zone you'll be in when you're there?" And she was like, "I think I'm in this one." And then we had it wrong. Yeah. She had it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and wild. So okay. So the night you... before, I was like, "Everybody, we're out of the house by 5:45." <laughs> and the oh night before, gosh. I remember. Did I you tell like... them to sleep in their clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> Here's a trick. Sleep in your clothes, put your toothbrush in your hand, and when you wake up, you're ready to go. Exactly. Uh A life hack right there. But uh, I didn't tell everyone that I remembered that we gained an hour because Mm. I still was a little nervous as well, right? I was like, I don't, if we really want to make it to, because we also wanted to go to Waldrug and get, uh, one of the students is from South Dakota, and Mm -hmm. she wanted to go to Waldrug and get Black Hills gold, like jewelry. Okay. Do you know much about Black Hills? So Black Mm. Hills, uh, and Please correct me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong, but this is what I think I understood from the stories that people told me is um, Black Hills is the actual mountain that's part of the area that the Mount Rushmore was built. So there's a lot of controversy there. Yes. But there's also a lot of controversy because there was gold found in the Black Hills. Okay. And so there's a there's a long history about that. But Black Hills gold is a lot. It's a style of jewelry and gold and stuff like that. So one of our students wanted to stop by Waldrug because that's where it's a very touristy part mm-hmm. of South Dakota and you can get some Black Hills gold there. Is so this we, gold gold? It's not fool's gold. No, it's okay. real gold. Yeah. And you can 
you, so we wanted to go there, but they didn't open till 8.30. Mount Rushmore opens at 5 a.m., so we knew mm. we can get there anytime between after the wall drug and the airport. Mm-hmm. So that was our plan. So we get maybe 30 miles from wall drug, and it's 7 o'clock because we had gained an hour. So I'm like, <laughs> let's take a detour and go to Badlands. So I took everyone, and we had two vans. So everyone, everyone was following me. And correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Badlands on your list of places? It to has go? been. I've been there before. Oh, okay. Uh, but been. the others haven't. And seven thirty was the sunrise, so mm. it was perfect timing. So we were an hour and a half early for Wall Drug. So I decided to do a detour, and we drove through Badlands National Park, and I took them to one of my favorite trails, and we watched the sunrise. It cool. Was beautiful. And then we circled back around. It was only a detour of about twenty minutes mm-hmm. off of our. Our, original uh, yeah. route yeah mm-hmm. and then we went there to wall drug and shopped around and then we went to mount rushmore took some touristy pictures and then we hopped in the car and sped to the airport and we were there an hour before boarding cool. dr kerr was very nervous i was like <laughs> ah, we'll be fine well i was thinking if they're checking bags they yeah. might be nervous we had to check nine bags so he Ooh, was really nervous fuck. but i was just like dr kerr it's fine i'd be sweating he was like when we were at mount rushmore he was like, we're boarding in an hour and a half. I'm like, yeah, we're only going to be here for 20 minutes after her. It'll be fine. And he's like, OK. And then we took a picture and then he went back to the car and just waited there. And the rest <laughs> of us were still taking pictures. And I felt so bad for the man. And uh, I'm, I'm like, I You're like, I feel him. a little bad stressing you out at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was great. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, we helped a lot of people. And then I've been sleeping ever since I got back because yes. I feel a little bit You better. literally sent me a text on Saturday when you got back. You're like, hope the event's going well. We all made it back. And I'm looking at the photo again. I saw the people. I see you. I'm like, yeah, you look like you've been working sick all week. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to bed. Talk to you later. Three days later, I hear from Miley. I'm like, oh, she's alive. <laughs> I, know, I, really, I didn't realize so much time had passed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Because I had sent like just some cutesy little things because I saw a dental student and I thought oh you'd be interested to hear that and it was just crickets for three days I'm like well she'll text me when she's alive again I'm sure she's just really catching up on some sleep I'm like it's fine I'll just save it all up I'll tell her when I see her (laughs) but yeah so that was life for the last like 10 12 days of my life so you totally missed the Super Bowl I I was awake for parts of did the Super Bowl. Did you see Rihanna? I did. I saw oh. the anthem by Stapleton. I, I missed that. Oh, his is really good. Yes, people said that. One anthem singer to another, he was uh, incredible. So people online said he crushed it. I did not he watch did. it. I didn't even go back and watch the footage. Oh, he was really good. He, I think if I had to bet, I think he did sing longer than two minutes. Because you know how they make that bet? Like, is anthem going to be less than or more than two, oh, two minutes? That's a common Super Bowl You bet. aim for what, a minute 40? Uh, I aim for a minute 40, but yeah. sometimes at some games, sometimes they, you do a minute 20. They, they make you when I was, <laughs> did I tell you when I sang for the coyotes a couple weeks ago, No, I sang it and it was a minute and 30 and they go, can you shorten that by 10 seconds? So I had to sing it that fast In your speedy. A, a minute and 20. I was like, Mandy would be so proud. But I also have been really hush-hush about the things that I do lately, so I don't think I told you about that. I mean, I knew you were doing it. Yeah. I, I didn't hear that you had to shorten it. Yeah, I didn't. I, it's I so funny. So why did this come up? Oh, this is news. I went on a date. Oh. And for some reason, we got to talking about live sporting events and mm-hmm. going to sporting events. And I was like, oh, I take that back. I have been to a hockey game recently. As my friend was singing the anthem. And he was like, oh. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. And I was 
like, he made yeah. a face? Well, he just was kind of noise. No, no, no. He was just kind of like, uh, bury the lead kind of thing. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, flex. And I was like, well, I'm not singing the anthem. Like, I was like, well, yeah. I mean, she sang the anthem for like almost every sports team here. And like, I went to hockey, like she's sang at the hockey games and I've seen her sing at the Suns games. I haven't seen her, seen her sing at the, uh, baseball. What are they called? The Diamondbacks. But she has a few times. <laughs> he was oh, like, I, I, have, I have not invited you to those. I have not been invited to those ones. What? What's or, wrong with me? Or if I went, or if you, I think you gave those ones away usually. Like you usually give those to like Kathy and Marcus or like yeah, Matlocks and Perry's. I'm you sorry. know, less deserving people. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, I do love baseball. But anyways, I like, I think I like baseball players more than I like uh, baseball. So do I. <laughs> Just ask Roy. <laughs> History. I keep, I keep hoping that when I sing at a baseball game, one of the players will be like, I want to meet the anthem singer, but no one, no one's ever said that. When, when I think it was the hockey game or the basketball game, maybe that I was with you and you oh, yeah. sang and we were walking around at one point and people were like, she's in the anthem. People always see you and notice you and you always hear them whispering when you pass by. Um, but yeah, it was funny. Your anthem singing came up recently oh, and it, it was cute. It was Aww, funny. Thank you for thinking of yeah. me on your date. Tell me more about this date. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all there is to tell. That's it. Yeah. Is there a follow up date? I don't know. Oh, when Listen. did this date happen? Recently. Oh. You were gone. Oh, oh, recent, very recent, because I was well, just less. gone. Well, you've been gone, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do the week you were gone. Okay. It was random. It was spur of the moment. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. And yeah. And how do you feel? What do you think? Tell me anything. That was kind of part of it, right? Like I just was like okay, this person seems very nice, very normal. They don't seem like they have a sociopathic or narcissistic oh, personality oh, disorder. Um, and I was like, well, like I didn't feel... Why not? I didn't yeah. feel any anxiety about oh. saying yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So I, I like, like that you phrase it like that. Yes. So I... I I like checked in and I was like I don't know I don't really I don't feel any anxiety about saying yes to this it's like someone who's very nice super cordial uses words in their language that I use like speaks very similar to me is intelligent is a teacher so I just thought yeah sure like he was interesting enough and he was interested in me which is nice when people ask you questions and want to know more about you yeah, so I said yes, and it was cute. It was fun. We both kind of, it, it was short, it was, you know, like a normal first date amount of time. And we both left it like, this was fun. Thanks. Like, we should maybe do this again. Okay. But then it's been busy for yeah me and him. I like that you say that it's nice to have someone that's interested in getting to know you. Mm-hmm. I think in the few dates that I have been on, I've been working on not being the one that asks so many questions because mm-hmm. I'm just eager to get to know people, but I also don't like to talk about myself. So I think for me, not that this is a points or a game, but you do get brownie points when you make an effort to get to know me because I already make it hard enough. Like I don't even want to talk about myself. So the fact that if you make an effort to get to know me, it actually shows that you care and that you're, you know, so I mm-hmm. like that, uh, that that's something that's in important to you too because I think for me it's becoming more important for me to find someone who's interested yeah in a, getting char- to know me. a character trait that I 
put a lot of weight in is curiosity mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I am curious yeah. about so many things, yeah. which kind of you can tell if you've listened to this show for any <laughs> yeah. amount of time. Like there's some subjects that I'm really intense about and very passionate about. And I'm curious about a lot of stuff, which is why I think and hopefully this doesn't sound braggy, but it's why I know a little about a lot of things. Yeah, no, and sometimes I know right. a lot about yeah. things, but it's because I'm just curious and I like to understand yeah. things. So he actually used the word I'm curious about blah, 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 blah. And like oh, asked me some things about I myself. Like so yeah, I was like, oh, that's like a personality trait that I just have a deep appreciation for because it's a knowledge seeking exactly trait. Um, and I think it's a very genuine trait too like it shows mm-hmm. some genuine interest sure and you know when you're curious about something you you do want to know and the types of things you're curious about so like during the last couple of months this reflection of my last relationship and like how did I get here you know mm-hmm. the things that that person was curious about was mostly curious about them so that he could mirror them and just tell me what I wanted to hear and it was all very superficial so i'm very uh what's the word uh intentional about like how i'm deal how i'm interacting with people in the dating space uh, and making sure that they're not asking me things just to try to figure out how to play me mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah, no that does make a lot of sense and i probably have a hyper awareness to it now <laughs> and you know whether how hyper aware i stay of that will probably you know up and down fluctuate but uh I have a I have a hyper awareness kind of to that right now like am I just telling you what to tell me Mm. um like with the ex it was telling basically he was just looking for what he should say to me to win points right so and and then and then later on down the road (laughs) I I read this somewhere but I was like later on down the road when things started when all the red flags started to pop up and it was like, well, I'm not okay with this and I'm not okay with this. Like, if you're going to do this, like, you need to do this. And you know what I mean? It was like, there were a lot of things that I was like, I was, I'm not okay with this. Like, this has to change or this can't work anymore. And basically all I did in that time frame at the end was teach him how to cheat on me better. Oh, so right. like... You know, he lost a bunch of phone numbers out of his phone and then deleted all these girls' phone numbers from his phone, which is probably why he went on. I mean, like, it's probably one of the reasons he felt he needed to go on dating apps because earlier in our relationship, he would just text girls that he had dated before. Oh, right. Probably so many more than I know about. Obviously, I know about a few, but like, (laughs) those are only the ones he got caught doing because he would always just delete them. Yeah. After he got caught the first time with a huge thread of text messages to this one stupid girl. There you go. I call her stupid. I don't know her, but she's stupid because she's talking to him again. (laughs) So, like, she's stupid. Um, Anyways, I, uh, all all it did was, like, teach him how to cheat on me better. Mm. And so, anyways, I'm just very cautious about how people are interacting with me and what types of things they're curious about and how much I give them while still being honest and authentic. I like that. Thanks. I like how aware you are. Thanks. I need to work on that. <laughs> I'm still I, processing I, my last relationship and it was months ago. So I still have to work on stuff. I sit in it. <laughs> I refuse to I refuse to let anything make me hard or jaded or bitter or, you know, it's all a learning experience. And I'm also 
getting to the point like I, I guess I'm also coming into um I'm also really like in the beginning I was like no I'm not comfortable dating you know I just mm -hmm. don't want that like I'm just I'm ready to you know I just wanted to be by myself I just wanted to figure it out I just wanted to sit with things for a while and recover literally like let the wound close and but because I've been diving so hard into fixing like just understanding how I got here and what led me there what did I ignore what should I have shut down sooner etc cetera, etc cetera. and you know we've been doing all this boundary stuff we've been doing all these red flags green flags da, 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 and uh, the books and pot, everything I'm like I everything I listen to I don't have anything to compare it to because my last relationship was <laughs> like 99% lies mm -hmm. and it was with somebody who has a personality disorder so nothing in that relationship can really compare to like dating do's and don'ts because yeah. I was dealing with someone who does not operate from the place where you know the other what 95% of the population operates so I'm like, I have to get out there and yeah. find people that I can actually practice dating things on and actually yeah. practice the things that I am like put to use the things that I am learning mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because my previous relationship, like literally none of it applies. It's so frustrating. <laughs> like, that does like sound frustrating. I can't look back at it and go, oh, oh. this is why blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or, oh, da, 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 da. Because everything he did was a lie and just to manipulate me. Wow. That is incredible. So I'm like, oh, it's frustrating. I'm like, I it need is. to go have experiences with normal people. Healthy people. <laughs> yes, thank you. Healthy thank you. people. That's a way better answer that... than no, normal. No no, 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 normal, normal. I mean, healthy, average person, the 95% of people that yeah. actually have common decency. Yes. That actually. Morality. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that actually. Imagine to operating. To some extent, hopefully some human decency and human kindness and caring yes. you know like that actually like, no right versus wrong yeah and and live it exactly you know what i mean and like treat people with respect and this isn't to say that we don't all fuck yeah. things up and yeah, do yeah. things that up. aren't yeah, nice we, sometimes we but or yeah or goof up and we're okay we're humans yeah. but like also people that have self-awareness and can correct their mistakes and learn yeah, from them exactly. versus somebody who just keeps doing it all the well, fucking time and can admit when you've you know like it's okay oh, yeah. to make mistakes like yeah. learn from them yeah. admit to them lives in their reality yeah. like lives and actually then, yeah. in reality exactly. <laughs> doesn't and have grand hallucinations of fame and money and oh well, i do i i hope i'm famous <laughs> i'm just kidding i mean you are kind of famous <laughs> we have been on the today show yes we have i'll just say i've been on tv you've been on tv we've both like yeah, yeah. had a fair share of mm -hmm. media coverage so, so that's a reality for us which <laughs> is yeah <laughs> see that is our reality like i don't think i'm gonna be oprah tomorrow you know what i mean I but it's a possibility i mean i don't know if i'm gonna be the next gabby bernstein mm. but like I, I think we do our small part and we yes. do what we can um, to make it a little less heavy in this intro. I just want to update people on a new show, new to me, not new to most of the world. Emily in Paris. Have you watched? No, but people keep recommending it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily in Paris, I obviously I know this has been out. It just dropped a third season. 
Holy and, moly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Third season is out. And somewhere, I think it was on Girls Gotta Eat, Ash was talking about it. And she's like, you know, the first season, she kind of picked on the first season a little bit. Like, it's a little contrived. It's a little whatever. And I didn't even realize they had three seasons out so fast. But I freaking, like, I, I was like, I'm just going to turn this on. I'm going to see how it is. I turn it on and I'm immediately sort of into it because she's an American marketing exec and she gets shipped off to Paris for her marketing company when her boss ends up getting pregnant. Oh. So her boss is supposed to go, is the one who has learned French, you know, is, you know, moderately fluent in French and has been preparing to go to their office in, in Paris to, you know, transition some things and build a brand over there. All of a sudden she's like, you know, six weeks pregnant or something and she can't go. So Emily goes, doesn't know any French. Just ends up in Paris. And then it's sort of all the things that happen. You know, of course, there's a hot neighbor. Oh, yeah. And then she doesn't I speak any. that happened when we travel. <laughs> I used to have a hot neighbor. <laughs> I had a fling with a hot neighbor. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Cool. Um, yeah, it I was wanna, fun. I, w- I would like you to tell me more, but it's not the right time. Yeah, probably. later. Another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, I have a thing for like tall blonde guys with blue eyes. Don't we all? I don't I don't think everyone does. Yeah. I had a real pattern. But uh so <laughs> Emily ends up in Paris. It's super cute because there's a hot neighbor. She doesn't know any French. The French, the Parisians are as snobby as possible. And it's so funny because it mirrors my experience of Paris. The ah. few days I spent in Paris a couple years back. <laughs> they were the people are just like it's not somewhere I go and I say the people are so friendly because <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they do yeah. not care for Americans so much in Paris. I mean, the city is, it's fun to walk around. Actually, the, it's really easy to get around the public. Mm-hmm. I found the public transit fun, easy. But I, I didn't get much help from people. Right. I had to figure everything out on my own. Exactly. Like you ask a stranger on the street, you're like, excuse me, pardon, uh, Champs-Élysées? You know, you're like looking yeah, for something don't. and they just, uh-uh, mm, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they just They look on. at you and then move on. They don't even say a word. <laughs> they'll shake their head no yeah (laughs) no one really didn't find a lot of helpful people in Paris but it you know I took French for a few years in junior high and high school and uh, shout out to Kelly Baker Kelly one of my uh, junior high friends who came here last January like she visited me here in Scottsdale but she she's still like pretty good with her French Uh, but it just made me it makes me watching the show I'm now through two seasons and I've started the third one and it just I'm like, oh, I kind of want to go to Paris. Yeah, kind of <laughs> makes me want to take a detour through France a little bit before yeah, I, I hit take Italy. You to my friend Lori. In I would love that. Marseille. I could care less, honestly, if I go back to Paris. No, we should go to Bar- Marseille. You'll love Marseille because it's wine country. Is it Marseille or Marseille? Marseille. Oopsie Daisy. Yes. I was thinking Marseille. That's probably what it is. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. Marseille. <laughs> tomato. Tomato. M A R S. E-I-L-L-E-S. Yes. At least I know how to spell. You'd... I don't know how to talk, but I know how to spell. Well, and most Americans would probably say Marseilles oh, or something see, yes. weird. Marsilius or, you know, who knows oh, how they would say it. Spelling be champion. Yeah. Spelling's my thing. I know yes. how to spell things. Yeah. Marseille. Mm-hmm. But so okay. I, uh, yeah, I kind of want to go back to Oh, Okay. Well, maybe we'll plan that. Well, Can if we you're can... going to go to Italy in the summertime, let's make a detour to France as that would well. Be, that would be great. Have you gotten your passport? um no well have you gotten your pilot's license no (laughs) (laughs) but it's i'm at a stalemate right now i really need to because seriously what if now that i'm like open to this dating thing again what if some dude wants to whisk me off 
Yes. I'm just literally rewinding like 15 months. Remember 15 months ago where I was mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. I really need to get this passport fixed. Yeah. Then I was dating a bum who didn't have any money and had never owned a passport, never been anywhere. Yeah. Oh my. Unless the military took him there. Yeah. Anyways. 15, uh, minutes ago, 15 months ago, I was saying I really needed my pilot's license. That's still there. Uh, <laughs> Goodness gracious. We're fixing this. <laughs> this will be fixed by the end of spring. Damn it. I hope so. I For hear, you, I have I have more faith and I, trust in All I have to do is send ability. it off and hope it comes in and, you know, not plan yeah. a trip until I get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so that's, I, I just wanted okay. to put a shout out there for Emily in Paris. She had a hot neighbor guy. She has a bunch of flings with hot dudes. Oh. And it's, maybe it's also what's making me think I need to like get back Yeah, maybe, maybe, I, maybe like, I should watch it too. I was like, damn, I could be having good sex. Also, my favorite sex toy died. Oh, I know at the no. end, at the end of the last episode, we were talking about, uh, you know, solo, solo sex. Yeah. Like having a good time all by yourself. You don't need no man. Even if you have a man, it's good to do play by yourself yeah. and know what you like, know what you don't like. Anyways, I heard about a smart toy today on another podcast that senses your pelvic floor contractions and it tells you about your orgasms. I did not catch the brand name, but uh-huh. I'm going to look into it. Okay. I'll let people know when I find it. <laughs> Because I was like, what? And they were finding that if you were on a little THC, certain strains of cannabis were like you have better orgasms. I've only had sex a couple of times on THC, like after edibles. And one of them was amazing. So (laughs) all right, then he and I both gave each other kudos. Ah. We were like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. Now I wonder if it's like the weed that made it more exciting. Well, there's only one way to find out. Sleep with him again? Yeah. With the- <laughs> <laughs> we did both decide, like, we probably don't see this going anywhere. Like, Just because it's not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. He was rich, too. Oh. So. Ah, nice yes. guy. We just both decided we didn't want a relationship with the ah, other person. Yeah, my favorite sex toy died. I'm sorry. I ordered another one, but it's not here yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're it's about Valentine's Day and I don't <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you. I'm sorry. I usually when friends are so... in mind, I will always offer to see how I can help. <laughs> like my my catchphrase is how can I help? But I I don't think uh... I can help in this situation. I mean, so uh, to refer to another podcast like instead of like usually if it's electric or acoustic, they're like I guess I could go acoustic. <laughs> With just ah, m- yes, yeah, yes. manual uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> without the aid of an electric toy. I mean, we toy. can go to the nearest like sex toy store. I mean, they have sure something there's... on the way. Just yeah, I'm but waiting. we go to a store. I can help drive you. Th- <laughs> I can help by driving you there and finding a place for you. And I don't then... know that I need this many sex toys. <laughs> but I mean, like, I have for some. tonight if you need. <laughs> well, I have some. They're just not my favorite ones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was just going to say that I, I I watched season three of Jack Ryan. Oh. And so that was the highlight of me being sick. Did you ever watch The Recruit on Netflix? No, but my brothers what watched it. And my brother said that it's really good. Dude, and I, watch it. And, my, and I'm like, he's the guy from. Yeah, he's hot as fuck. <laughs> I think he's kind of a ding dong in real life. Like he's kind of goofball. He seems goofballish. That's, so that's the why I, personality he puts out IRL yeah. is like kind of ding dongy, but he's hot. I know, but yeah, I haven't gotten that far. I just watched Jack Ryan because I watched season one and two 
two Dude. years ago and it just came out the recruit three. is really good if you guys haven't watched the recruit yet on netflix it's good they're about an hour long each episode so like 45 50 minutes something like this 50 55 maybe uh but it's good noah mm-hmm. centennio is hot and the storyline is awesome okay. it just it moves then- moves moves there's a little bit of like there's maybe like one or two parts that are a little gruesome but it's like it's cia spy i probably like it yeah i love the action very action-packed i um i i'll I'll... and did i mention noah centineo yeah (laughs) i will keep him in mind the next time i'm sick i mean i just want to put my hands in his hair and like (laughs) i don't care where his head is i just want to put my hands in the hair (laughs) um and two weeks ago i finished wednesday Oh, loved wow. it look at you and then on the airplane because you know when i'm sick i can't focus on work <laughs> when i'm healthy i'm all work i'm all about work but when i'm sick i just i i just lay bed well, i just can't. lay there not doing anything like that part so of your brain up. is yeah. especially if you're on that much day quill exactly but i also watched uh so wednesday was great yes I thank you watched that too and i binge watched jack ryan how long did it take you to get through all of wednesday like two days no i started it at i don't know you watch it in one sitting? Yeah, 4 p.m. or 3 p.m. after I had slept all day. And then I, can't I watched even stay it until awake. it was done. <laughs> I can't even stay awake for two episodes of Emily in Paris. I like fall asleep oh, and then goodness. I have to figure out no. where I left off the next day. I'll just watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I slept for shit recently, though. But you were sick. I don't know how you can stay awake. Well, it's because I sleep for like, I don't know, 15 hours. And then I'm just awake. Then you have nine hours and, to watch but TV. But I'm awake, but I'm like that foggy awake where I can't yes. fall asleep. But Wednesday was good, right? The little mystery bits of it. Did good. you figure it out? There were little clues kind of happening yes. through I, the show. I narrowed it down to, I was like, when, uh, yeah. I mean, there were like four people yeah. who you're like, yeah. it could be this no, one, I narrowed this it one, down this to the one, two. Yeah. And then when the one was identified yeah. in, you know, the third or second episode, I was like, it's not him. It's the other one. Right. But because I was like, they're not going to reveal the person until the last episode. Is. Yeah. So if they think it's this guy in the second to the last episode, then it's got to be the other guy. Yeah. It was cool. Like even with the backstory of her parents. Yes. And the mm-hmm. the feud and the family. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, West Side yeah. Story-ish or Romeo yeah. and Juliet-ish well with done. this. Yeah. Very well done. <laughs> they did a great. And Jenna Ortega is fantastic. Oh my gosh. I'm such a huge fan of hers. Yeah. Yeah. She was the little. Did you ever watch? What was that show called? Uh, Jane the Virgin? I've seen episodes, but she played little Jane yeah. when she was small. And I was like, why is this girl so damn familiar? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We might have mentioned this before on this podcast. But yeah, I'm yeah. a fan of her. She's so She's adorable. So talented. Her acting chops are amazing. Yeah. Loved like, it. Her and Tim Burton directed that show. So just the interviews I've seen after watching it and watching them talk about the process of creating the character and the mood and the vibe and the look. And yeah. like. The looks were so intentional, oh, the way I they shot it. her and her. Yeah, I, it was great. Yeah, it was uh, also wonderful. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. Good. I'm so glad you watched mm-hmm. it. Me too. And then I also watched Maverick, finally. Oh, the new Top Gun. Yeah. And what did you think? Because I really liked it. I absolutely loved it. I did yeah. not like the first Top Gun very much. Oh. And I and, watched it recently. Oh. We watched it last summer on Netflix before we watched the new one. Yeah, I... So the new one, it was supposed to be my reward for passing my written test. Mm-hmm. But then after my written test, I never had the opportunity to watch it. Mm. And then 
then I was like, it's so far gone that I'll just wait till I pe- get my license and then I'll watch it. Because it came out like seven months ago. It came out in May of last year. Because I was like, I'm not going to watch it until my test is over. Oh. And it, it released. I knew it released while I was studying for my test. So nine so my months test later, is, yeah. you got to see it. It was and on you the airplane it. and I absolutely loved it. I want to watch it again. all the it was, streaming services too. It's on one or two of them. Oh, okay. I completely missed that. But it was offered on American Airlines. So I Rad. watched it. It was awesome yeah. i really loved it i don't know i think it was just a lot more well done than the first one in my opinion i feel like the first one was so there's a lot of cheesy romantic the first one stuff like that i was just like Ugh. 35 years old yeah or some shit 25 no, my part my thing was the whole like the whole love interest kind of was just so cheesy and i think over the top that what? I with like him it. being in love with his teacher yeah or no it was a therapist she no was it was a teacher a, she was the instructor at the Pilot but school. she was like a therapist she as well. Was, yeah. She did some sort of mind yeah. shit. With it was them. just weird for me. Yeah. She was supposed to be evaluating them from like a mental yeah. health standpoint. Yeah. And I think part of it was his character was so cocky in that movie. It just he still is in the new one. Yeah, but not as cocky. What? He was so cocky in the first one. It turned me off. But that's like young pilot cocky. Exactly. It's the same thing. Which as is young- why every pilot that I've ever dated. I will never date another pilot. There you go. I was like, well, stop I, dating fucking pilots. Exactly. Duh. That is my problem. <laughs> Hashtag my problem, duh. Yeah. Hashtag don't date pilots. <laughs> the singles groups I'm in, everybody's like, yeah, I won't date a pilot. Yeah, I and learned fire, my lesson the hard way. I have to learn it twice. No, it's horrible. Firefighters and pilots is a no, 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 no. Oh, shucks. No firefighters either? You don't yeah. know this? No, I don't know that. Oh, God, they're whores. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he, of course he was cocky. He was young yeah it's like a brand but new maybe i think surgeon in this, in this new one he i really like how he's like he stands up to his you know mm-hmm. person and he's like no i'm bringing them home and he has like a legit mm-hmm. even though he's cocky he's good at what he's doing but yeah. he also has a purpose of like making sure he brings the team home mm-hmm. that's why i'm i'm okay with this version this the new one mirrored the first one I mean, it was almost play by play by play, the same thing as the first one. It was like, there's a problem, there's cockiness, there's egos, like the young pilots do the same thing that the young pilots did in the first one. And then, you know, there's the big, the big, you know, whatever the climax of the movie is, the hero and somebody dies. I mean, it literally, every every movie is like that, though. (laughs) It literally mirrored the first one. Like they had to kill someone. (laughs) I was like, it's the same movie, just newer. Yeah. Just with the cooler jets. Oh, yeah, definitely. The jets were so cool. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was fun. That's awesome. I I had a a lot of fun watching it. Uh, Dr. Kerr and some of the residents caught me and they're like, she is glued to that (laughs) that iPad. I was like, yes, because I'm so like they would talk to me and I'm like, yeah, uh uh (laughs) uh-huh. And like the flight attendants would ask me for my my drinks and I'm like what <laughs> and couldn't like, you pause it <laughs> I could but I was so just enthralled with it <laughs> oh it was, it was good I haven't watched it since we saw it in the theater but yeah it, it was it good it probably was awesome in the theaters I, with the surround sound and everything yes they got an Oscar nod oh good for them yeah I'm pretty sure it got a best picture nomination oh, cool so oh, that was well done. I yeah. liked it. Harkins will be playing all of the best picture Oscar nominees. Ah. I think it's like the first week in March or something, just before the awards oh, show fun. for five bucks. Sweet. So news. you could go see it in the theater Maybe if you really wanted to. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Should we move oh, yes. on to today's so episode? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, today's episode. 
today's episode is rewire, reframe, refocus. Exactly. I like it. How to make your thoughts work for you. You're very good with words. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are times when negative thoughts swirl in our brain mm -hmm. and it's very easy to let them take over and let them uh, change our mood. And, and affect the way we behave and influence, interact with yeah. other people. And and there's a lot of things you can do to stop that. You, I mean, first, is, we'll talk about it in the episode, but, you know, it's about becoming aware of what's going on and implemented, implementing some of these tools to reframe how you're thinking and kind of interrupt these mm -hmm. negative thought patterns. Oh, yeah. It's like a pattern interrupt. So mm -hmm. these negative swirls or these negative loops mm -hmm. can be interrupted and you can reframe, refocus, yeah. redirect your energy. Yep. Interrupting is the first step, like noticing it, interrupting it, and then implementing tools to change the direction in which your thoughts go yes. in order to actually serve you versus spooling or spinning in the negative mm -hmm. yeah. stuff, and, and which even, doesn't I mean, I serve do you. Yeah. It, I, I get caught in it many times as well yeah but it's it happens practice. yeah yep exactly so well, we hope you enjoy the episode let's get into it hello how are you good thanks how are you actually good. i'm coughing up a storm i know you're <laughs> like you're kind of fine and then all of a sudden you're just like <laughs> i know it just comes out of nowhere like a storm but Today's episode topic is actually mm -hmm. really awesome. Yeah. Especially because I think this is very prevalent in in our everyday lives because at any one moment we're probably stressing over something or mm -hmm. well, you know we we're concerned about something and negative thoughts can get in the way, I guess. Mm -hmm. You had said something earlier today when I was sharing some personal stuff that's going on in my life about how it's so sad that sometimes when someone misunderstands you, yeah, they can focus so much on the negative things. Oh, yeah. And sometimes what happens is other people will hear those negative things. And you had said something about how sometimes what happens is the negative people are often the loudest people. Oh, yeah. And that really struck with me because I think naturally as human beings, you hear these negative things and you tend to maybe believe the negative things more than the positive things like for reviews sure for product reviews right my brother's really big into reviews whenever before we buy anything he's always looking at the reviews and he's always looking at the negative reviews wondering wondering like is this a good product or a not good product sometimes we forget that there are a lot of positive reviews about a product and just because someone had a bad experience doesn't mean this product is completely horrible or you know and I right. think sometimes that's the same way when we think about people in our lives, that sometimes we focus on the negative things and we forget about some of the more positive things. And you had said something about how sometimes we need to uh, sing people's praises a little bit louder. Yeah. Uh, and that really stuck with me because right now there are a lot of negative things being said about me specifically. And I know I'm getting a little sensitive and I'm getting, a, I'm feeling a little threatened, but I'm getting insecure about who I am, about these negative things and these negative things that are being said are very uh, 
Uh, what is it when it's triggering, uh, tr- uh, activating? It's bigger than I think oh, it really needs to be. Yes. And so it probably, and when you're inside of it, it feels much bigger than it is in the real world. Yeah. Like no one really outside of this small bubble is knowing anything about this, but it feels big. That's the thing too. I, I see like when you said all of that, it also reminds me of all these other situations where I get into a, like a, this negative loop. And so today's mm-hmm. topic is, is about trying to break those negative uh, thoughts yes. or those, the looping of the negative thoughts. Breaking negative thinking cycles and ways to calm your mm-hmm. nervous system. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, those negative thought patterns get you in, whether you're conscious of it or not, you're in a, a state of anxiety. Living there is a terrible place to be long term because you're just, your health, the effect it will have on your health is, is, is bad. Like it will have a bad effect on you in some way. It will, you will run down your immune system. Like people that have had traumas in their past, there's lots of studies and there are lots of long-term studies where you know you just increase your risk for things like serious disease autoimmune Mm -hmm. disease and cancer when you haven't sort of moved out or through past traumas and getting stuck in these negative loops is very indicative of you know something happened to you and you're stuck in this negative cycle and if if you're Maybe you're noticing it. Maybe you haven't noticed it yet, but maybe just hearing this podcast will help people go, oh, I've definitely been stuck in this. Like Mm. I've been stuck in this. You could be stuck in a victim mode or you could just be stuck thinking about something shitty somebody did. And I'll have a lot of examples, I'm sure, going through this episode where I was telling you kind of as we were prepping for it, I'm like, you know, I have noticed this recently where in the beginning when I was kicking the ex out, and finding out all these terrible things, it was very easy to get stuck in the loop of replaying mm-hmm. all the shitty things he did, all the lies he told. And like my, I literally have some PTSD from this, which is very normal of people who have been in relationship or close to a narcissist for some period of time. Mm-hmm. It's it, PTSD is a really real thing. And I'll I'll have flashbacks, like I said in that episode oh, about yeah. narcissism, where I'll just I'll, something will just come forward to the front yeah. of my mind without me calling for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. It just pops up, and I'll just have this memory of something he did, something he said, something he was allegedly doing, or somewhere he was going, and like it'll make sense to me all of a sudden because yeah. I'm no longer in that relationship. So that and then I'm brought right back into this. What a bad, all the bad things and all mm-hmm, the ugly mm-hmm. stuff and all the lies. I've been having lots of moments where I go and and we'll talk about this, but where I have to actually stop myself. Consciously be aware of what's happening and then have the, and I don't know if coping mechanism is the right word, but mechanisms that you can go to tools that you can, uh, strategies that you can utilize to kind of get yourself out of that situation, that anxious moment, that, that loop of thinking about that negative stuff. And there are lots of things you can do. And these aren't, you know, we're not writing the book on this Mm -hmm. stuff. Like these are things we probably talked about a lot in the past, but it's like a really clear, concise, you know. It's all in one place. You have to find the thing that works for you too. And that's kind of how we'll wrap up the episode because there are lots of things you can do. Not everything is going to work for everyone. Yeah. And and, or for every situation. For every instance. Because it may be that for this one situation, uh, like I remember when I was 
getting out of a relationship with someone who had a lot of narcissistic tendencies and a lot of negative negativity that really affected my life and made me question who I was. Mm-hmm. I would have anxiety attacks and I would just be going over and over and over in my head about all of these scenarios right and so i uh, know that very well (laughs) exactly and um i was living there a few weeks ago (laughs) and 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 there there were things that i had to do in in those moments to kind of like uh help myself and then there are other situations that i don't have that same level of intensity but i still have it at to some degree yeah so i have to utilize something else like walking outside or a different mechanism so again sometimes one strategy doesn't fit for everyone but also it doesn't fit for every situation either so it's kind of nice to be familiar or be aware of the many different ways yeah. you can uh, uh, utilize or put into place depending on whichever situation whichever negative loop you're in yeah find what works for you run through them all maybe mm-hmm. a breathing exercise won't work for you right now like that's not enough that helped a lot <laughs> when I would wake up in the middle of the night and have these anxiety attacks about oh, my yeah. my my relationship with the negative narcissistic person yeah breathing really helped yeah Uh, affirmations helped a lot yeah that's all on the list oh okay yes Mm -hmm, yes mm -hmm. so calming your mind and your body because oftentimes not only will our minds be racing with these thoughts these negative thoughts anxious thoughts but you will also feel it somewhere Mm -hmm. so you'll get maybe you'll get a headache maybe you your tense neck neck up the back of your head, shoulders. I know for me personally, I'll carry a lot in my shoulders. Like I will just be tense in the neck and shoulder area. And I'm like, oh my God, I have this knot that just won't go away kind of thing. And it doesn't kind of, almost doesn't matter how much I try to stretch it or roll it out. It's it's this negative thinking yeah. that is hurting me physically. Mm-hmm. So just... Being able to break this stuff down and refocus on the good, refocus on things that will serve you, it starts to, it, it, this is just a change in your perception. It'll boost your mental and your physical health. And that's what it's about today. I like how you said like refocusing, right? So mm-hmm. I think- And reframing. Yeah. Like I think uh, when you, the moment you recognize you have this moment, right? trying to calm yourself so that's probably the first step calm your mind and calm your body and then focus Which on good so way easier remember, said than done yeah, for it a is. lot of people like and I, and I go back to when i would wake up in the middle of the night with these attacks or these anxiety things and i would get into this and i could you know this loop and i couldn't go back to that to sleep sucks. i would calm my breathing so i would do some breathing exercises but the affirmations were very positive affirmations that mm-hmm. like i am safe i am loved yeah and that really helped calm me down. So again, refocusing, kind of taking, trying to take your thoughts away from that negative loop and refocusing on more positive thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. It's reframing and refocusing. Mm. And there are lots of studies about how we can actually rewire our brains. And this happened to me a long, long time ago with the negative, mm. like very toxic addiction, like the yeah. person I was dating. It was easy to get in these loops of focusing on their nonsense. Yeah. And how I started to rewire my brain in other ways. So that was that was eight years ago was kind of my journey getting into that. I feel like I can never have enough reminders. I feel like I can never know the list thoroughly enough. You know, I feel a refresher. It's the same thing with dentistry. Yeah. You need you need to keep up on your continuing education. And the only way I'm going to stay solid in these behaviors is if I practice them on the daily and always remind myself about things that are new ways to do it or remind myself of old ways to do it. 
And I was going to say, the more you do it, the better you get at it, too. Like the it's a reflex, muscle you grow. Yeah, the reflex, the, the quicker you are at recognizing and the quicker you are at doing it, uh, you it becomes part of just the reaction that takes place. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, maybe in the beginning, it took five minutes to calm your breath. Mm-hmm. But once you start to get into a rhythm, maybe now it takes 90 seconds, two minutes to calm your breath. And yeah. so, again, the more you do it, the the better you get at it. The uh, and then being aware of like new strategies and, and new ways to do it. Uh, and so we're going to talk about some thinking exercises and thinking exercises can really help your subconscious thoughts turn more helpful over time. That's kind of the goal is to, again, rewire, reframe, refocus. Potentially negative thoughts could just disappear or they become so few and far between that they're no longer, that's the goal. So they become so few and far between that they're no longer physically affecting you to where you wake up in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. in a panic, Mm -hmm. to where something happens in the middle of the day and it shuts you down completely. Yes. Activates you and then shuts you down. Yes. So it's a way to approach and think about your experiences to get you out of a rut and hopefully not have to, you know, spiral. So reduce your anxiety symptoms, gain your ability to stay calm in stressful moments, which I think most of us want. No one wants to be in a stressful situation, a stressful moment where something activates you and you just fly off the handle and you say all these awful things or, you know, you it's fight, flight, freeze or fawn, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You might fight, you might run, but none of that is very helpful to you in the moment. It's like you need to be able, it's like a fire drill. We talk about those a lot with a lot of things Mm -hmm. we do on this podcast. And it's like you need to be able to have this ready to go so that when something happens or and when you're activated or you're in a stressful moment, you can go, oh, how's this making me feel? I'm familiar with this feeling. When this feeling happens, I know I need to do this. What is it? You know, what is a response that will keep me from being able to respond appropriately to what's going on? In the past, when I would have these really big emotions, Mm -hmm. I would allow those emotions to immediately affect or take over. (laughs) But now, like even today, earlier, earlier, I had a big emotion when I got a text message from my boss. Mm -hmm. And instead of just getting really super angry immediately, I was like, okay, I'm going to put a name to this emotion. I'm going to say it out loud. And I shared it with you because that's like over the years, I've come to realize that is how I cope with big emotions. Catch them before they affect me. And like I respond immediately. I'm like, okay. Am I feeling micromanaged? Am I feeling threatened? Am I feeling, what am I feeling? Let's put a word to this first and then confess. Like to me, I'm confessing to someone out loud Mm -hmm. to check in. Like, does it sound like I'm being, like, does it sound like I'm overreacting? Does it sound like this big emotion is really appropriate for the situation or am I over, over, you know, overreacting? So like for me, I'm just like, first recognize it, put a name to it, then confess to someone that I trust. Someone yes. that can give me some honest feedback about that. And that's how I break some of those those uh, cycles or that like before I jump into a cycle. Yeah. I, having someone to bounce things off of is really great. It's someone that you trust, obviously. Yeah. And this is this is very much like the first thing I have listed on the breaking negative thought patterns is like a self-observation ex- exercise where it's like when you're feeling it, stop and go, wait. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? You know, mm-hmm. what's the root cause of this? Why is it making me feel this way? Naming it. I love the part about confessing. <laughs> it, it makes, honestly, and I've done a lot of this, it makes me think like, if only we confessed more to our close friends in a more real time. Like, yeah. it made me think, like, there were lots of things that with the last relationship, I just sort of was like, not a big deal or I downplayed it in my head and and some little things I let really bother me but 
you know, while I also was sort of waiting to see how they played out, I I look back and think if only I had talked about them more. Yeah. Instead of how they just sort of rode along the surface and I didn't really bring them. I didn't bring it into any other aspects of my life to get another view on it. But if I had, you know, how differently things may have turned out or like how much less we could potentially suffer or struggle if we just talked about the things that are bothering us on a day-to-day basis. Oh, I think that is so true. You and Katie Martin are my like go-to people. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've noticed in the last couple months, but sometimes I'll just say, I really need an event right now. I'm just texting you a whole bunch of stuff. You don't have to respond. (laughs) But I do that with Katie Martin as well. The other day I couldn't sleep. It was 2 a.m. or something. And I had gotten a message from my flight instructor and it really activated me. And I was like, I could not sleep at all. So I was like, Katie Martin, I know this is 2 a.m. in the morning, but I just need to get this out. And I know I'm probably being overreacting. Am I overreacting? Like, what's going on? Like, I know this is truth. But but, you know, like, so it's kind of nice to kind of bounce that out with your, you know, and having close friends that you can just contact in real time. I love that you said the real time thing instead of holding it in, because sometimes you do need to you need to do it in real time and don't hold it in. And also consider whether or not it's appropriate to downplay. Right. That's fair. Because I'm very good at downplaying. Yeah, I'm really good at letting people sort of maybe slide sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I want to believe there are good intentions there. And sometimes I'm like, well, let's see how this plays out. And I I think I've fallen victim to that, my own thinking on that a few times where it's like, I probably didn't need to let that play out. I could have just trusted Mm -hmm. my intuition that this was bad Mm -hmm. and walked away sooner. So it's it's about building those things and like more trusting your intuition and like you have to practice and you have to do these things and no one ever gets to a perfect place. I mean, I listened to podcasts and books with Jay Shetty and like serious thought leaders. He was a yes. monk and he still can end up in situations with his wife. They've been together yeah. 10 years where he's like checking himself on things because he knows he's responding in a way and you know they have to work through things so no one is perfect exactly. on this stuff mel no Robbins, relationship is perfect glennon what's her name glennon doyle yes glennon doyle. i mean no one is perfect on this stuff we are all figuring it out as we go and it but but it requires some consciousness but you have to, to actually it. try An effort yes. yeah i was yes. gonna say effort consciousness and yeah. uh, a desire yeah. to want to know the why behind things, want to understand each other, not just your perspective, but Mm -hmm. also want to be open and understand the other person's perspective, knowing that maybe you might not agree, but it's okay not to agree. But like having these anxiety things, you don't know how bad you feel until you suddenly feel good. And then it's, it's just mind blowing, mind opening. It's, oh, I can feel this good. I don't want to go back. So how do I stop going back mm-hmm, to this place mm-hmm. of negative thoughts and getting stuck in these loops? Self-observation exercise. You notice you're anxious. Check in. How are you feeling in your body? Where does it hurt? Where where do you feel activated? Um, what's happening in your thoughts? And then not judging these things, like not being hard on yourself for it, just noticing it and then make a conscious effort to release it. So like Miley might send a text message. Miley, you might say some affirmations out loud. Mentally check in if you're noticing it in a certain part of your body. Maybe you grab some breathing exercises and you breathe through thinking about that spot on your body that hurts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like 
you breathe in the good. And then as you're thinking about breathing out, you're pushing out negative emotions through that muscle. You're like, I'm like thinking to yourself or saying out loud, like I release you. Yes. Can be very powerful. Because the, the mind can really heal you. Oh, for sure. And words are very powerful. Very. And so when you don't just think those things, say mm-hmm. it out loud when yeah. you release. Yeah. Meditations. Um, you can get med- breathing meditations and exercises on the Calm app, on mm-hmm. Spotify. Look on YouTube. I'm sure Oh, there's there lots of great there. YouTube videos that will walk you through it. I've done some of those before. Yes. Mm-hmm. They work really well. They help. And you breathe through that pain and say, I release you. I no longer need you. This feeling does not serve me. This, like, I got stuck in some negative stuff with the last guy. And when I started to notice it was happening, because it would rile me up. And I'm like, whoa, I don't want to feel this way. This no. doesn't serve me. This has happened in the past. And this kind of leads me into the worry tree. But like what's done is done. I've already decided it doesn't matter. So I would stop and I'll go, you know what? And I would say out loud to myself in my home, none of this matters. I don't care. He's gone. I don't need to worry about this. I love that you say it out loud. Yes. Don't think it's corny or goofy to be saying things out loud to yourself. Right. I'm a big fan of looking in the mirror if you need to or just saying out loud stopping what you're doing and just saying those words out loud because the other thing is when your brain hears your voice saying something it's reinforcement of your brain to think those same positive thoughts right that will then help push out the negative thoughts right it's a you're just you're literally reminding yourself like a friend might do but you're just reminding yourself this thing doesn't matter this thing is over so this is part of interrupting anxious thinking, right? Breathing exercises. You can put on music, put on a podcast. I would do that. Like, I'm like, I'm done with the thoughts in my head. I'm going to put on Netflix to give me something else to think about. Like, if I get into a, a light hit version of sleep when I'm hitting those anxious moments a few weeks back, if I would wake up and these thoughts just would not shut up and I could not shut them up, I turn on Netflix. I grab mm-hmm, my iPad, mm-hmm. I flip it open, I turn on a show that I know, but maybe I haven't seen in a minute, turn on something that's going to be calm. There's not a lot of screaming and action. Turn on something funny that will make me laugh and engage my brain in a positive way. Yes. Instead of like, because breathing exercises in the middle of the night don't always work for me. It's like I need something to talk to me and literally get me focused on something different. Interrupt. Yes. Interrupt your thoughts and just distract. And not distract in a bad way, but yeah, yeah, interrupt and distract in a a positive way, actually. Because I don't want to enforce or reinforce, though, that wiring. I don't want to reinforce. I don't want to strengthen those thought patterns. I want to strengthen thought patterns that are good for me. So it's like, turn on Netflix, watch something funny, and then I'm falling asleep in 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Because I've stopped thinking about things that don't serve you yeah don't don't help me thank you that you don't want to keep thinking about exactly because the more you think about something the more you keep thinking about it and you have to put on something engaging there are things that I will put on (laughs) that will then remind me of the thing I don't want to think about so it's like I need to put on things that uh, help me focus on me and positive stuff and so the way you plan for that is make sure you know plan ahead what tv shows or what you can turn on on Netflix like for me I know I can always count on Friends episodes. Like, oh, yeah. just so it's hard funny. to find those online, though. YouTube. I've been YouTubing. Oh, you can watch it on YouTube? Clips. Oh. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, like, I'll do like, you know, top 10 funniest moments of Friends, you know, and then I just mm. watch like a clip that's 20 minutes and then I fall asleep. But I've been doing that a lot. 
Mm, that's fair that's mm-hmm. fair i was like youtube never thought of that i have to turn on just a streaming app because i can't deal with commercials and i can't deal with anything really short I, form because then i have to constantly find something new and that's annoying i i can't deal with passwords lately <laughs> i keep getting logged out of everything and i can't find my passwords because my password vault is having some issues so oh, that's God. why i've been youtubing like again today my chop shop issue Miley i'm telling you has access to youtube right now <laughs> Yes, that's hilarious. So I have a list of kind of things to do when you want to find your calm. Mm. I'll, I'll kind of jump into that a little bit because we're talking about interrupting anxious thinking. Things to do to find your calm, clean or declutter a space in your home. I laugh at this because when I was with my my ex of 10 years, yeah, anytime he saw me cleaning, he knew something was up. See? Yeah, so like for me... Like when I am really emotional about something, whether it's angry, sad or something like the way I get out of that mindset is I just focus on cleaning because it's something I can control. Sometimes you can't control the feelings that you have. And so like in order for me to kind of kind of keep it in check so I don't blow up or just get really depressed is I focus on things that I can control, which is this kitchen or this the the dishes or something. And it gives me a break. A good note to make. I think it's also just like something mindless. Yes, exactly. That You know, like it's mindless. So you don't have it, it gets your mind out of that yes. negative. And also decluttering has the yes. bonus side effect. Exactly. Twofer. You feel way better in your home. You actually sleep better. There are mm-hmm. studies about this. You sleep better when your bedroom is clean. Um, yes. De- the, one of the recommendations I found online was decluttering or reorganizing your closet, which for Miley would be hilarious if you'd ever seen her old closets. But uh, Or current closet. <laughs> or current closet. <laughs> I do love reorganizing my closet, which I did. That was like the first thing I did when all his shit got out of here. I was like, take back my space. (laughs) Find a simple stretching routine. Do some yoga. There are trauma yoga videos out there on YouTube. Yes. YouTube. Shout out to our yoga episode. Yep. Shout out to Tiana who chatted with us about yoga and trauma recently. Trauma yoga is great. Uh, If you're awake and you're not in bed, (laughs) you're wanting to calm down coloring i love doing adult coloring books mm-hmm. you can turn on sound baths or sound oh. meditations online sound it's also known as like sound therapy like those bowls and crystals you can go to a room probably locally in your city that may have sound baths some people like to garden gardening makes me anxious i don't like gardening i like baking for some people baking might be anxious but it's a task you can do with your hands that you have to like you have to think about what you're doing it's very uh it connects both that yeah. mind and physical part when you of keep your, your body when you keep your hands moving you will also keep your brain moving yeah it occupies both of those parts of your brain to where you're doing something that you have to think about and it, it, it just gets you away from whatever was fucking with you uh taking walks getting outside enjoy some sunshine i take it a hike do something physically uh, that will just get you sort of out of that cycle get your heart pumping mm-hmm. feel that sunshine on your skin it can really do some wonders i to your mind and yeah thinking it, patterns really and just getting sunshine is good for you yeah. i mean be safe about it wear a little sunscreen get a little actual vitamin d on your skin though it's very good for your mood immune system etc i wrote down like make a vision board because i think taking a look at your goals is kind of a good thing to do to calm yourself down it's like let me 
refocus onto something that is good for me and it's like where I want to go, where I need to be, what my goals are. Maybe you make a vision board as a result of that. Write them down. Where are you with past goals? Do you need to do you need to scrap some old stuff? Like does that no longer suit you? Do you want to go in a different direction? Do you just need to refocus? Do you need, you know, check your to-do list around the house. You've probably got a pile of stuff sitting somewhere that you need to get done. Do it. Just do go get the car washed. I did this the other day. I'd been putting it off because it keeps raining here. Finally got my car washed, vacuumed, all sorts of like it always feels really good to mm-hmm. check things off your list. I wrote down like cancel some subscriptions you don't use, clean out your email. Yeah. <laughs> like there's some things you can just do that are kind of quick and mindless. Yeah. But it will get you from stopping thinking about the things that are and make not you feel great. accomplished. Yes. Journaling is a huge one. Like I don't wake up in the middle of the night and journal, but I started a little the little gratitude mm-hmm. jar. I'm loving writing a gratitude or something that was good from my week on my little note pieces of paper. I did get a rainbow set of paper, so I'll have lots of colors Ooh. in there by the end of the year, I hope. Journaling, though, is super, super good for getting anxious thoughts out of your head from spinning um, and daily gratitude practices. Those are all things that can really calm your mind. Those are some great things. I love it. There's a couple of cognitive things you can do. Though the worry tree I mentioned yeah, earlier. I was curious what what that is. So the worry tree is a tool if you experience compulsive or uh, continuous worry, like if you're a worrier, you're worried about doing Me? something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically a flow chart. Uh, oh. And, you know, people listening can Google this, but it's basically a flow chart that starts with what exactly am I worried about? Mm. And then you clarity. Right. So then you move on to the next step, which is, can I do something about it? Yes or no. Can I do something about it right now? And the the tree just sort of guides you. This is really nice. To remind you like a very physical, you know, reminder. I mean, you could memorize this and get it into your brain to do when you catch yourself worrying about stuff. Um, It just helps you avoid ruminating and getting stuck mm -hmm. on things that don't serve you. It's like, oh, I can't do anything about this. I can't do anything about this right now. Okay, and then you kind of make a plan to do something useful since you can't do anything about that thing right now. I like that. Letting it go. Mm -hmm. Or postponing it. Like sometimes I think about, you know, and and that's why I say going back to me cleaning the kitchen. Sometimes when I get to a point where I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it right now. What can I do about it right now? Well, Mm -hmm. if I need to feel better, the way I have control is by cleaning and I will deal with what I can when it is appropriate because I can't handle it now or worry about it now or do anything about it now. I will compartmentalize it and wait till the right time to handle that situation. Yeah. If and when it gets to a point where there's something I can do about it, I know what I'll do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The cognitive diffusion exercises, uh, I'll just kind of go over really quick because it's like helpful to detach from your thoughts. You can do things like using a silly voice when you're talking to yourself and, you know, use a silly voice that's like, oh, how is this helping you? But, you know, use a cartoon voice. I don't know, whatever you need to do. (laughs) I love this because last night I was walking through the streets of Pennsylvania and uh, I was passing by and I started talking to myself in a really funny voice and I was like I wonder if if I was with someone would I be doing this or would you know if somebody heard me talking and I was actually talking through some stuff that was worrying mm-hmm. and I just naturally just like well you know and uh and I make random noises all the yes. time and I'm like and it really lightened my mood too about the whole word I didn't yeah. worry about it as much that's great see there are things like so this funny. that you might just do yeah. because it feels kind of good in the moment to do yeah. but it's actually a cognitive exercise wow, that you I can didn't know that do to sort of move away from it like you talk yourself out of it's like just another voice so it's almost like a character you're creating yes. to talk yourself out of 
this dumb shit. Yes. Um, That's leaves, so funny. <laughs> they mentioned visualizing <laughs> leaves on a stream on the site oh. that I was looking at, which to me is kind of like meditation because you can watch your thoughts as the leaves floating down the stream oh. and watch them sort of come and go. So this is a similar to a meditation technique. Yeah. It's like you sit still, you let your thoughts come. You don't have any judgments about them. You don't have any anything extra. You just go, okay, and you let that thought go. Mm which is also kind of like saying, thank you, mind. So negative thoughts come into your head and you're hearing, you know, something that's trying to probably protect you. You can say to yourself, thank you, mind. I appreciate you. I understand you're trying to protect me. Mm -hmm. I don't need to think about this right now. This is not a real worry. There's nothing I need to do here. There's nothing I can do about this or you know, I understand you're trying to protect me. I am no longer a small helpless. Like, so a lot of us have traumas mm, in our childhoods yeah. and you can actively say to yourself out loud, I am no longer the small helpless child that I was. Maybe you didn't grow up with adults around you who could actually adult and protect you. And you had to sort of do a lot of that parenting on your own. Maybe you had to raise younger siblings. You can say, I'm no longer this helpless child that needs to be scared because there's no one around to protect me. I am safe. I am an adult. I can yeah. make decisions that protect me now. Thank you, mind. I appreciate you. I no longer need this thought pattern. Yeah. And again, saying it out loud is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And labeling your thoughts was also something they gave, which you oh, just... I've been really big on that because words over. are hard for me. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I want to do better with my words, but I also think that it's important for me to start labeling my thoughts so I can better manage them. Also important to know on the whole labeling your thoughts like, oh, this is a threatening thought. This is a fearful thought. This is a this thought gets you separating it from you. Understanding mm. you are not your thoughts is really important. Huh. Yes, yes. So just because you think things yeah. doesn't mean they're true. Yes. And so the other, like the other thing <laughs> lately that, that I've been doing, it, yes, well, because the other thing I was going to take it one step further is once you know what those thoughts are, you can also determine if it is a fact or a thought. Right. Sometimes there are thoughts that you have that you think are fact and they're not. Right. So, Understanding yes. you are not your thoughts. And just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. Yes, 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 yes. You can just go, all right, that was a thought. Yes. Watch it float down the stream in your little <laughs> visualization. Um, the last thing I have on the list is just practicing some self-compassion. Yeah. Understanding that we're all human. This mm -hmm. is happening to all these things are happening to all of us in maybe slightly different versions. But like giving yourself some grace in the situation. Because like it's it was really easy and really easy to feel shameful. Yeah. In the last the breakup of my relationship, it was like, ugh, I let all this stuff go on and like I let all these little things kind of like just happen and I brushed them off and I did this and I did that and I didn't pay enough attention to this and I should have done this and da, da 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 da. But it's like I didn't know. Like I did not understand, which was the reason for diving into that narcissism episode and really getting into these maladaptive personality types was because I want to understand. Yeah. I want to know what I need to be on the lookout for next time. I want to understand it deeply, like at my core. I want to be able to see it when it's happening and understand if it's, I'm stuck on this word pervasive lately, but I want to understand if it's like, if it's something that is toxic, detrimental, if it will, you know, really grow into something or if this is a one-off, you know, yeah. I, I just want to have a good understanding of something. So practicing some grace with yourself when you didn't know what you didn't exactly. know. And part of grace for me is not shaming or feeling guilty about things that I didn't know. Or maybe I knew better, but in the moment 
I decided to go a different direction because I thought that that was the best decision at that time. Right. Now I know better. Or now mm-hmm. next time I need to listen to my intuition a little bit better and giving myself that grace that I, I don't have to judge myself and I am not a bad person for the decisions that I've made. Right. My past experiences had taught me that this was how people behave. Yeah. And so it feels familiar, even though it might be anxious feelings or worrisome feelings that felt kind of familiar to me for whatever reason from my past. I no longer have to resonate with those feelings. I yeah. no longer have to feel anxious or worrisome in romantic relationships or with friends and like those are not good things and now I know I can feel xyz and that is a good way to feel around people and like when you start to feel these negative things from your past because they're familiar recognizing it and going oh no 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 no. we've been there before not doing that again yes I love that these were all great yes great thank you in the end try a bunch of things See what happens. Listen to this again. Write down some notes if you'd like. Uh, share it with a friend who might, you know, benefit from who you know might be a worrier or an anxious person or listen to it with them. You know, be subtle. Try not to hit anybody over the head with how to live their life. But um, try on a few of these exercises and see what works best for you and let us know. Yeah, totally let us know. Or if there are other things that you've done or tried or uh, or want to tell us about, mm-hmm. Let us know because we didn't cover everything, but we covered a lot of the things that kind of worked, has worked well for us. Exactly. Yeah. These are things that have worked for, I think, both of us. Yeah, for sure. In one capacity or another. So we hope they work for you. Awesome. Thank you, Miley. Thanks, Mandy. Love you. Love you, too. As a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week.